0: Hello, I won't lie, usually the guys get me to say something funny, but tonight isn't the night. Tonight we're in the presence of royalty. Please welcome, for the first time ever to the lower league look. Peter, Dinklage. Wait, is that not? Surely not? Oh wow, ahem. Please welcome, Dom, bloody, Telford. It's the lower league look. It's the lower league look. It's the lower league look. It's the lower league look.
1: microphone oh that loud we, really we are back welcome. welcome guys we're here we've arrived it's episode 15 because i wouldn't call last week's 14 uh, 13 sorry because i felt it was bad luck so i put that as 14 i've just lost count of the amount of episodes that we've yeah, done no, really? we, we, we we i don't care about episode numbers anymore no, it's it's uh it's lower league telford week that's what we'll call this lower league league. it's dumb Telford there, <laughs> there,
2: down below.
1: Oh, my God. Good, good to be here, chaps.
2: Oh, good to be here. How are you doing, you all right? All good, all good, mate, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, um yeah, just chilling. Just made the missus some tea, so she's happy. So what was some uh, tea?
1: We have, we, we Do you know
2: happy. what, I, I pulled all the stops out tonight. I made um chicken halloumi, spinach, peppers, peri-peri, like, creamy sauce. It tasted better than it sounds. So, so that sounds <laughs>
0: that was awesome. That yeah. sounds good to me. So we—so is this um, what you are going to be doing post football? Get a Michelin star chef on the way?
2: Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. She she cooks most of the time. So when I do cook, I need, I need to pull some out of the stuff out, out of the bag. You know what I mean? Is this because so, you know the World me? Cup's
0: on and you're like, I want to watch a bit more of the World Cup, or I've got these two wankers to talk
1: to tonight? Gonna
2: make, um, <laughs>
1: gonna make some dinner. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: well, you know, a bit, a bit of both. Right, so, do you know, before we came, we came on, we mentioned how we're coming to Crawley on the 10th of December.
2: Yeah.
1: Are you making our tea? Um, no. No. That's <laughs> no. fine. That's no. fine. I, do Listen, that Matt, I
2: won't be. Oh, cracking.
1: Yeah, that's great. Right,
0: I'll give you a, a voucher for McDonald's for after. Yeah. Aye, I would be <laughs> well, delighted. We'll
1: be the KFC, if, lads. If, if the <laughs> game's going to move forward as well, because... There's a potential with the, obviously with the World Cup, England playing in the evening, so yeah. the games have started to move. Crawling I really, hope, I yeah. really hope
0: not because I'm doing like a Christmas concert thing in Falkirk at night on the 9th, and then I'm having to travel all the way down. If yeah. it's half twelve kick off, that'll be an absolute folly. That'll be that'll be an early start. That
1: he's going he's driving. He's setting off after the show to mine. He'll get to mine for two-ish in the morning. And if the game's been moved to half-twelve, we'll be driving straight here from two, straight down. But he gets to sleep in the car. Don't, don't feel sorry for him.
0: Don't Don, make yeah. sure you've got loads of monster lined up for me at the bottom.
2: <laughs>
0: I, I was <laughs> a Red bull. Yeah, yeah, mate.
1: Right, well, oh. thanks for coming on. We're going to do this. That's what exactly. we're going to do is we're going to go back to the beginning of your career, Don.
2: Nice. Have you, got, have you got your notes? <laughs> I <laughs> am There he is, Sam he is.
1: raging right now because I, I I didn't write anything down for him that's because I kind of knew Sam Holmes because he played for Bradford you've not yet
0: Sam um, Holmes raging that you didn't tell me that notes were being made I go as normal underprepared
1: I get right can I just say I gave him an hours notice he he had he did have an hour he messaged me going have you made notes i said yeah i've made notes and he went, Oh, yeah. I'll make notes then, and then just didn't make notes. Well, you have football
2: managers to play, didn't he? More he did.
0: important yeah. things. Me, I'd get Boreham Wood promoted out of the playoffs. Fair play.
1: Honestly, that he's is. just put his TV in McCrawley. Say <laughs> <laughs> <Take> that. <laughs> yeah, he could do it at crew, though, because they're they're openly accepting, which is a bizarre situation at the minute. Um, so I'm reading, I'm like a it's like a news reporter. Started at at Blackpool. Yes, you did back in the and, day. Back in the day, there's 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 a couple of things I noticed about your career is that you've been at clubs, and I'm not blaming you by the way, where things have gone horribly wrong. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh,
2: there's there's a common denominator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Common denominator. Yeah, I've had, yeah, I've had, yeah. I don't know what it is, mate, but um obviously Blackpool. That was a blessing for me that the ownership was, you know, all over the gaff, to be honest. Because um, there's no way I'd have played otherwise. Because um, yeah. that season where I made my debut, there was, um I don't know if you remember it, but there was like four lads on the bench for the first game of the season.
1: Yeah, they did, didn't have a squad. Who was your manager then for that season, do you know? Do you
2: so remember? we had, yeah, The I, so I made my debut that day and that was Jose Riga. Um, the manager and then he left and Lee Clark came in um Christmas uh, when was it maybe like October November time Um yeah. and that's when I put like I played from Christmas really Um so yeah it was like I couldn't believe it to be honest it's like I wish I could remember it a bit more now and could have took it in more mm. you know like playing at some of the some of the places I played, it was just yeah. unreal, unbelievable. But at that time, you think, "Well, this is me now. I'm going to play in championship forever," <laughs> you know, yeah. or like you, you don't that you don't know how your career is going to go. And obviously, everyone's got that confidence where you're thinking, "This is me," you know. Yeah. So um yeah, I wish I could have took it in a little bit more. But even still, like some of the memories I've got from when I scored my first goal, that feeling. I'll never replace that feeling. It was unbelievable. Is it the same feeling now,
1: like when you score a goal? Is it the same feeling across the board? Like, do you still get that?
2: Oh, a yeah. Oh, big time. Like, proper. Even as mad as it sounds, even in training, right, if there's a ball and a goal and there's no keeper in and I'm five yards out, that still feels the same as scoring on a Saturday. It's it's mad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but that, that first, my, that debut goal, that was like, oh, because I sacrificed so much as a kid. Mm. Um, like a teenager, all my mates were going out drinking, doing whatever, and I, and there was no way I was, like, no one was getting in my way. My my mates were great, to be fair, you know, they'd never offer me anything or say, you know, I'll do this. It was never any of that, but the temptations were obviously there as a teenager, yeah. You know we've we've all been there, haven't we? Especially and, uh, in Burnley. Yeah, well, no. I, to be fair, I didn't grow up in Burnley, but not far from it. No, so, you you yeah. play
1: you Clitheroe?
2: Clitheroe, yeah. Yeah.
1: He's, he's, Grant, he's posh. Yeah. Posh.
2: He's, oh, he's yeah. a
1: posh boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. a posh boy.
2: Yeah. yeah. So there, there's temptations everywhere, isn't there? So yeah. you know there was no there was nothing stopping me, and that first goal was. It felt like I've been at Blackpool seven, eight years by then, mm. and it that was a that was a long, tough journey. So every year you got one-year contracts, and you've got four lads staying, uh, sixteen lads leaving every year, and it's not the same four staying. No. Um, you know, so it was like it, it. just felt like there was that much in the way, and you have to get lucky as well. You know, with like not getting injured and stuff like that, and um, you know, it's opinions in it, so people rating you, basically. Um, yeah, yeah. But I worked, I worked so hard for that that goal that that feeling was just... You, you, I could I could never replace it. Who, who was it against your first goal? It's the only note I've not got. Rotherham.
1: Do you know what? I did know that and I didn't write it down. So I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> you don't need that. your notes, you sound. <laughs> No, yeah, I did, I did actually know that. And I can't remember why I knew that. Oh, it's because, yeah, because I don't like Rotherham.
2: Yeah, well, there well, you are then. <laughs> so the, yeah, the season,
1: 2015 ends, and you were in the squad. You were playing in the game when it was abandoned against Huddersfield, oh, yeah. wasn't it? Mm. What What was that like to be on the pitch? And obviously, you know that there's a lot of unrest in the crowd. Mm. And then when you see the fans coming on, what did what goes through your head when you see that? Like, Scary. I, I know, was it? Scary. Were they angry with you, or were they just angry? No. With you?
2: It no. was it was literally all on um, the oysters, oh, yeah. yeah. So for weeks it had been building up. Um, I think if it happened now, I'd I'd completely understand. You know, it had, like computer made what's going on, mm-hmm. um, and I'd probably expect it to happen in the game at some point. But at that time, it it was like my fifteenth professional game.
1: Yeah,
2: when it's all still a blur anyway. And I'm just thinking it's another game of football. I know the fans are angry and stuff and like a few smoke bombs getting flown in it um before the game and all all sorts of stuff going on. But for me, it's just like this whirlwind of playing, um loads of fans there. You're not used to playing in front of fans. So there's like mm-hmm. that's all just crazy as it is. And then I just remember looking around it just after half time, I've turned around and I'm just seeing about 20 lads with their odds up all just all, all in my head my first my first like reaction was was 20 lads with odds up running towards me because I was in the middle of the pitch so like you don't think in your head I'm on a football pitch I'll yeah. be fine yeah protesting I'm just thinking what what's going on here why are they all running towards me with the rods up so I'll be honest with you I was the first one off there <laughs> <I'll be honest. laughs> Oh, leg <like> it <laughs> yeah I was straight off. I um I watched it back on Sky Sports got on. I'm like, what's just happened? And then I couldn't even see myself on it because I, I was the first one off. I was down the tunnel like oh, what's going on. I was
0: gonna say, you know, you're short enough to run through the legs anyway. Yeah,
2: oh, all <laughs> right. oh, oh, oh. my way through.
1: Right, we've got ten We're minutes in, already. guys. Ten <laughs>
2: minutes in.
1: Ten minutes. For anyone, in. anyone who, hasn't, for anyone who I- hasn't noticed, what we've actually done is we have brought in Peter Dinklage tonight. And he's just putting on. A, he's just putting on an accent from Togo. Yeah, he's just going for it. Um, I'll. Uh,
2: I'll. Be, I'll. Uh, I'll let it go over me head, lads. You <laughs> see, in that game, obviously,
0: <laughs> in that game, obviously, it was just after half time. Was there any indication yeah. when you were in at half time? I obviously still nil nil in there. What was the atmosphere like going in at half time? Was there any sort of thing where you thought? By the way, this could potentially boil over. Were there any of lads talking about it? Was the manager talking
2: about it at half time? Yeah, see, I can't remember too much. Um, I think because back then I didn't have a voice in the dressing room. If someone told me to do something, I did it, I listened. I was a proper young pro, you know what I mean? Um, I think if it was now and you know, you you pick stuff up, you you're hearing stuff and you, communications massive in it, so even not on, not just on the pitch, but in the changing room, it's massive. You, you you demand stuff from each other, and you listen to each other. But at the time, I'm just thinking, poor. I'm knackered. Right, let's just get through this forty-five minutes type thing, and let's like I, in my head, I'm thinking, just give it everything. If you get a chance, get it. you know. That's what's going through my head, not what's boiling over. But I remember there was uh, my mum was my mum and dad were there and they were, they were scared. My mum was scared because she was seeing um, like windows get put through, people getting egged and they had to come in through reception um, and I'm sure the windows were all broken and that. So, but they're all... pro. So she she's obviously scared because it's like, it's not something you're used to if no. you've not seen it before. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's, that's basically how I felt as well because it was like, I did not know what what was going on really or i knew roughly why they were protesting and you know they they were right to do so um mm-hmm. but yeah it was it was a mad experience and luckily i haven't really well I, yeah i haven't experienced anything like well i have similar but not um not exactly the same as that because it wasn't nice
0: no, we're going to come on to the similar. I was going to see, did, um, uh, did everyone just, did everyone just hate beside, hate behind Nile Ranger? Yeah, hundred
2: percent. I was walking out with him after. <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair, I don't even know. I think he'd gone by that point. He, oh, he gone? He went, I think
1: he, he did? Did he leave halfway through the season?
2: Hmm. Yeah, I think he'd gone. Yeah. Yeah. We could have done with him though that day. <laughs> yeah. But, you know what? it
1: just. mean, if Nile Ranger were on that pitch, it'd have been so much worse. <laughs> do
2: you know do you know do you know what, right? I, and I, I'll say this on record. He is the nicest lad in the world.
1: I and just think he's got a, he's got a short fuse, hasn't he? I think.
2: I don't even know what it is. I think um he's obviously been through a lot in his life. Yeah it like because back then I was what 17, 18, and um my dad's a Jordie, so I'm I grew up Newcastle fan. So, yeah. I'm seeing now Ranger play for Newcastle, like, idolising him, really, because I'm thinking, like, you know, I, I want to do that. Yeah. You know, we'll go watching and he'll come on. And I'll think, oh, that, I want that to be me. Mm-hmm. And then when he came in at Blackpool, I'm like, oh, my God. It's, I used to watch him every week. I'm not telling him, but I, you know what I mean? And he was so good with me. He couldn't have yeah. been any better. He was like, even just little little things like saying hello to you. How are you? You're all right, You know, remembering who you are. The, ne- the first time you see him, to the next time you see him, and he was just because uh, uh, I think there's a persona about him which is like bad boy, all that. Which obviously, mm. you know, if you if you make mistakes, then unfortunately in the public eye you do get labelled. But from a day to day point of view, he he was such a nice lad.
1: Fair play, fair
2: play. We yeah. have,
1: that's the first time I've heard anyone say that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's listening well,
1: well, well. to this with a tear in his eye. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Is that last time I was
0: mentioned on the podcast was when the true the true Jordy was just shouting about me for ages.
2: Yeah, just ripping yeah. into him. Uh, he he, shouts, awesome. at he shouts at everyone. He
0: shouts
1: at everyone, does true Jordy. Yeah. Um, so after after Blackpool, you ended up at Stoke. Yeah. Um, how did that come about? Was, was am I right? Was was it Mark Hughes then? It was Mark Hughes. Yeah. yeah how how yeah. did that but, come about for you?
2: So, so when I was, I, I basically had, it, off the pitch at Blackpool, it was obviously all going off with the owners and all that sort of stuff, and, um, I, yeah. So basically, they they offered me a contract, um, when I made my debut. But I didn't like, it wasn't like, you know, when you see, see lads getting sat down with the families and their agent, and, and it's like, yeah, they we're offering maybe this maybe
1: contract. Maybe this yeah. Yeah. Oh, it sure. like,
2: yeah, it was literally on the way back from the game on the bus, the chief exec or whatever, he was like, are you going to sign it then? I'm like, what? And he's like, your contract. And I'm like, well, I haven't been offered one. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we'll get something sorted for you and that. So I, so it weren't like, it weren't the dream setting and scenario but equally I'm like oh my god unreal and then um, so I I, when they offered the contract it was not enough money to live off like I I know you'd think championship playing and all that it genuinely was I I couldn't afford I, I had a Peugeot 107 my first car and I couldn't afford to pay the insurance on it and petrol and get into training and back so never mind anything else. That I couldn't afford to do that. So I was yeah. So when and you I got want off,
1: to play on slots at Blackpool as well, don't you? You want to get on front into play into uh, Coral Island and play oh on, yeah, the on the
2: fruities. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd have needed to, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so So yeah, I'd I'd been offered this contract and I'm like absolutely over the moon because I've worked all this time for it. But then at the same time I'm thinking like that's well, my dad's saying, Dom, it's not enough to live off. So I've gone back in and basically said, look, just give me 50 quid a week more, like anything, and I'll sign it today. And they said, well, obviously it come from the old owners, but they basically said, no, it is what it is. You either sign it and um, play in the first team and everything's great, or you don't sign it and you don't train with the first team, you don't play for the first team, you don't eat with the first team. You are under 18s. So then I'm like stuck in two minds. I'm like, what the hell do I do here? I can't turn down being a professional footballer when I've worked all this time to be a professional yeah. footballer. But then I don't want to be relying on my parents for money because they've paid to get me up and down the country playing football for hours, since I was four or five. So mm. I want to take a bit of responsibility and pay for myself, you know what I mean? This, um, is Premier,
0: this is Premier League Stoke at the time, isn't
2: it? No, sorry, this was Blackpool. It was Blackpool? This yeah, this was his I was like, yeah. Stoke? What? Yeah, no no, 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 no. It was better. It was a <laughs> lot, <laughs> lot better at
1: Grant, better. Grant's trying to work out where the fruit machines I'm are. I'm just like Stoke. going here. <laughs> I was like, ah, fruit <laughs> machine, in Stoke, Bursel. Blackpool, <laughs> Tom Telford <laughs> selling himself
0: yeah. down the side. He should have done your knots. I know. Yeah,
1: exactly, Grant. I've got it all written down, down here. I've got, look, £50 a week more he does not really
2: say that <laughs> no so um yeah so i was like stuck in between in between um like i just didn't know what to do so i got an agent um reluctantly really cuz i didn't want an agent at the time i'm not with him anymore but um so he he basically said to me at the time he was like dom if they're not budging you're better off playing for the under 18s every week because I was scoring every week. So he said, you're better off getting 90 minutes. I can get scouts down to come and watch you. And you've made a bit of noise anyway, because you've made your debut. So just do that and we'll we'll get you a move at the end of the season. So I'm thinking like, oh, it's not ideal. I don't. That's the advice I was given. So I'm thinking, I don't want to play for the under-18s. I want to be in that first team. But equally, he's telling me he's going to get me a move. So I'm just like me, my mum and my dad at the time, we'd never experienced thought like this. So we're like, you know, we, we'll we take his advice and we'll we'll move on. So was doing that until Christmas and then um, we had a reserves Then it was like a proper reserves. It wasn't an under-23s. So Lee Clark came in, the manager. Obviously, he didn't know who I was. And then um, I think it was a training session or a reserve game. I can't remember, but he basically said to the U team, like, I need a striker. And then he, obviously my name got brought up and the owners, well, the, the whoever it was was saying he can't, he can't train me. He's not allowed because of this contract situation. And he's like, right, let me, let me see what he's about. So I can't remember if it was a game or training, but um, I remember one volley, and I've never scored a, good, a, a one as good since. Someone, <laughs> um, you know, you know when you're in the D and someone clips you the ball and you like have a touch and finish. Well, it, I just hit, I just hit it one touch, bit of swaz on it, top corner. And he's, he come charging over Lee Clark, he was like, like all over me from that moment. I've never scored one again.
1: On, um, just a question. Do me and Grant look like we've ever been just outside the D on a football face? <laughs> oh, you do it. You do it. chicken suit. I do. Yeah. yeah. That's I, the closest. But I know how you feel about when you hit it and it just goes. Oh if I, get
0: yeah. over, if I get over the halfway line, then I get a nosebleed
2: yeah <laughs> yeah i know i know a few lads like at all um yeah so that that all happened and um he was like no i want him i want him in my squad um cuz we, obviously we had a thin a thin squad still and he was like i want him in my squad so um from then i just started playing so now i've gone from um playing for the u team to now playing in the championship at 18 17 18 so now like one scout every three weeks coming to watch you on the Saturdays. Now they're there anyway because it's championship yeah. football. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So um yeah, it was. I, I had a, so it got to the end of the season, and then there would be funny of, um over monies basically because if you if you're there, I think it's like twenty grand a year when you're under ten, and then thirty grand a year under twelve. I, don't quote me on the monies, but that's how they work it out for tribunals and stuff um then how many appearances you've made you know if they can't agree a fee and it goes yeah. to tribunal that's that's how it's worked out so um so well, there's 12 year old kids earning more money than me <laughs> so no, no,
1: no, no, ten, no, no.
2: 10 appearances no. i'm like what's it no, no 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 but say if, say if, what say if someone was playing for man city yeah at 12 and they mm. wanted to leave and go to man united but they because they're under 23 yeah. if Man City offered them a contract but they wanted to leave, that club would have to pay Man City a fee, mm-hmm. yes. so yeah. it, it'd work off like each year that they were there what age they were, and that's how they'd come up with a fee, basically, for how much, so the player wouldn't get a penny it'd all be between the clubs mm-hmm. um, so yeah they,
1: they... hands together at that point, weren't it?
2: Well, yeah, I think so um, but then <laughs> it ended up it, it ended up, he, I don't think he got what he thought anyway, but so I start with obviously in for me, three uh, two-year deal and an option, and I'm uh, genuinely in my head. I'm thinking like, I'm going here to play. Like I, I know it's not gonna take. Uh, it's not gonna be. I'm not gonna walk into the team. But that like that pre-season, I scored in pre-season for the first team, and I'm thinking like this is me. And then they signed <laughs> I'm thinking this isn't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Grant's got your team that you that you I had
1: was, that season.
0: I was oh. yeah, I was looking at some of the players in Stoke that season, and I just love how you just went. Do you know what? I was going to play. And <laughs> it's when you're looking at Shakiri Peter Crouch, yeah. Bojan. Like, I was like, yeah, there's some players there. Yeah, Arnavich. I thought
2: me and Grant's even good up top. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine what were it like? You were still next to him. <laughs> um, honestly. <laughs> you can imagine <laughs> Yeah. did,
1: did you ever even though obviously you didn't make a first team appearance for Stoke did you you, uh, you played I think first season you were with the first team but second season you went to the under 23s I think
2: is that right yeah so every pre-season up until the one I left I was with the first team so I had yeah. like three pre-seasons with the first team That honestly that experience when I first um, when I first signed I, I went straight in with the 23s and I didn't really know. I think I don't know what happened, but I'm I'm thinking I'm like I'm a professional, you know. Like yeah. I'm 18 or what? I've been 19. Yeah, 18 and a half, say, And I'm thinking I'm got I'm signing a professional contract. That's me as a professional. I'm first I'm first team, but yeah. the way they do it and all big clubs is you can be 23 and you're still an academy pro. <laughs> so like. So I'm thinking, so I honestly, I thought, I don't know what I thought, but I didn't expect to be there with a lot of lads who were like playing under 23s who were like kids, basically, because I'd gone from playing in the championship to now being in a change room with lads who've never played a game. Yeah. So then it's like, well, this is, this is strange. And yeah. I didn't, I, straight away, I thought I need to get out on loan or I need to get, I need, that buzz again, I need to be playing you'd again. That,
0: you'd had that taste of first-team football at,
2: oh.
0: at at a competitive level. You were like, no, yeah. I, I need to keep going and going and going. So how does that come across? Did, how did those conversations then happen? Obviously, Mark Hughes was the manager at the time. How long did it take that conversation? To I, so
2: I never actually... Yeah, so I never actually spoke to him, to be honest. Um, really? It was all... Yeah, it was all down to my agent. Um, so... Obviously now if I was going to or if at the time I was going to play in his first team and being part of his setup, then it would be you'd speak to him, you'd have a chat, you'd see where you both are. But I think my in my head, well, I know I was deluded because I thought I was going to be involved. Um but looking at that squad, they're signing me as an asset really for the reserves to think if I have a good couple of loans, they'll probably sell me, make a few quid. You know, like yeah. You don't know, you don't know, do you? But um Did you speak to him the other week? Did I speak to him? Yeah. Yeah, I did actually, yeah. So you spoke to him
1: more playing for Crawley than when you were there all those years. Yeah, literally.
2: Years. <laughs> <laughs> Remember yeah. me? Yeah. He's like, no, no, nope, you, nope. you don't, but I was I was cleaning Wilfred Bourne's boots. <laughs> 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 nah, he, to be fair to him, though, he's he he, he is a really good bloke and um so Glyn Hodges was obviously assistant
1: yeah, yeah.
2: at Bradford. Now he um, he took the twenty threes, and we got on like an house on fire. To be fair, and um, he he taught me a lot. He he taught yeah. me he taught me a lot. So my time at start was I had to kind of shift my mentality from being this like hungry play, recover, play, recover. To yeah. you've got two weeks between your games, you're training with these players that are absolutely exceptional like Mm. you have to raise your game which you do and lads fit in and you wouldn't you know like when lads make the debuts and stuff yeah you probably feel like oh i might be a bit out of place here but you're not because they're that good around you that you raise your game you know what i mean so i I kind of had to flip my mentality from being like hungry first team football to i'm just going to try and get better technically tactically just try and soak as much Information up as I can. Were um,
1: there any egos in that squad, like, would, would it, or was it was it quite a, like a harmonious squad? Was that, or was there any? Look, you can say it, don't we? They don't watch this.
2: Uh, <laughs> hey, they might do. You don't. You never know. We've um, we've, we've out
1: to Peter Crouch for eight months, and he ain't he replied not well, not <laughs> He's rude. So if you've got a contact, we'd appreciate it. <laughs> I,
2: I haven't met. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, no, not there wasn't. And and that mm-hmm. squad was, the reason they did so well is they had quality in abundance. Yeah, like, they were unbelievable. I think they were the three years I was there; with they were ninth in the prem every year or two years mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but they had, they had, they did have lads who were. I don't know what the right word is. Not egos, because everyone's every footballer has an ego, or they wouldn't yeah. be a footballer. You know what I mean? You have to back mm-hmm. yourself because. It's sink or swim all the time, so everyone does. But there was a few more flamboyant egos, if you know what I'm saying. And um, there was a characters. real good characters. That's such an easy way of saying it. though. Like so, <laughs>
1: flamboyant <laughs> egos is definitely a different way. I mean, you you get flamboyant egos, right. and then you, you get you, Charlie Adam. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. But, see, and you think, and you think they'd like butt heads, but they that like w- there was Charlie Adam, Glen Whelan. Crouchy, Phil Bardsley, and they just kept the whole thing in order. They just policed everything, basically, themselves. So, they demanded so much from from training. I remember once, he won't remember it, but we are playing this 11 v 11. I was with the first team and I'd scored. And I'm thinking, I'm just scoring Jack Butland here. I'm flying, I'm going to play Saturday. (laughs) You know, like, I was buzzing. I'm thinking, like, I've just took Ryan Shawcross on and scored. Like, what's going on? And then, uh, so I'm like getting into it now, thinking, no, I'm flying." And then um, I've tried a Diag and it's not come off. It was a good ball, but it didn't come off. And Glenn Whelan has absolutely ripped my head off. It was the only time I give the ball away and he ripped my head off. But then after that, I'm like, I cannot, there's no way I can give the ball away again. Everything I have to do, I have to be bang on it. You hear all like the old United lads, you know, um, when they say that the change room policed itself and they demanded so much from each other yeah. it's it's the closest i've seen to what i hear from them you know what i mean they were unbelievable but then a lot of the them characters started to leave and yeah. it's it's hard then if you haven't got lads who who can drive it from the inside it's tough yeah
1: well you ended up grant you, you you've you've uh i think you've got this next But this is grant's note He's made no this is, this is, one, 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 one,
0: one note. Yeah. I've, I've contributed to questions here. I think I've done all right so you far. Have done all right. Right. Yeah, I think, well. I think <laughs> I've done all right. So obviously, we mentioned you were looking to go out on loan. You went out to Bristol Rovers on yeah. loan, and you were given a nickname of Mr. Impact Sub. That was your <laughs> kind of ta- That was your kind of tag there. How was you? Yeah. how would how was that feeling of being of going out? Obviously, you'd had the experience first team championship then going into 23s now going to Bristol Rovers and being used as like your impact sub how did it feel kind of having that sort of tag on yourself? Um well at the time
2: as well I don't I'm I am deluded but equally um my ambition and drive and belief is a lot more than what normally happens. You have to you have to set the bar up here, don't you, in your head. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking in my head, I'm going there and I'm smashing it. I thought that this there's no way after two years. I think it was two years I was at Stoke. I'm thinking there's no way I'm letting these two years go to waste because I've been missing out on doing what I love for two years in reserves. You know I couldn't get a loan. There was no one interested in me because as soon as you stop playing first team football, it's so hard to get back into it because there's always someone else coming through. So I couldn't get a loan for two years, and I'm thinking, right, this is this is it. It has to it has to happen, and uh, it. It was the club itself was incredible, like absolutely incredible. The fan base was incredible. Every match day was just like it was bonkers there. And it is it is now played there since, it's just unbelievable. And they took to me really well, to be fair. Yeah. And I, I've always been grateful for that. Um, they, they really did take to me well. Um, but it just didn't happen for me. I, I, at the time there was Ellis Harrison flying what a guy um learned a hell of a lot of him Tom Nichols back with him now his mustache hasn't got any better um <laughs> still got a shit tash but uh, you know like I, I, at the time I was learning off these lads cuz they'd played a lot more games than me and it, you know seeing that environment seeing what it means again and getting that buzz of like like Tony Craig for instance he would rip it he demands so much, and he made his seven hundred appearance of the other night, didn't he? Which is just yeah. Like incredible, yeah, I incredible. But the yeah. the characters there were just cl- like top draw. Um, but I, I mean, I used to um, I used to go and knock on um, Daryl Clark, the manager. I used to knock on every every other week if I were if I didn't come on, I'd be like, why am I not playing? And he'd be like, well, you know, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking. I could make such an impact here. Yeah. Just trust me. So I basically said, right, well, is there any reserve games in that? I'll play in the reserve so you can see what I can do because that's that was my mentality. I didn't want to go out on loan, be this like, I'm on loan from a Premier League club. I'll just chill out and go back. I'll maybe get another loan. You know, I wanted, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to come here and make an impact and kick on. So I said, right, let me play in the reserves. And I remember... Um, Chris Hargreaves, he um, he was funny. That, I don't know if you'll remember this, but the first conversation we had, he took the reserves at the time. And uh, he said, oh, Dom, are you, are you playing tomorrow for the reserves? I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, you don't have to. Um, like, don't worry, mate, you don't have to. And I'm like, no, no, I want to. And he's like, it's not a test. And I'm like, no, Chris, <laughs> I'm like, Chris, I want to play. I'm playing. Um, but obviously, he's thinking Premier League club, he, why would why would he want to play for Bristol Rovers reserves against whoever it was? I can't even remember um when I could have been playing against a lot you know Premier League reserves mm-hmm. in the twenty threes and that but it weren't my mentality. I was thinking I'm gonna play, I don't care who it's against I'll score goals and then I'll go in and and say right, come on, you've seen what I can do type thing so I ended up playing six games for the reses scored fourteen and um <laughs>
1: Fourteen
2: in six, yeah, for the reses there, yeah, and uh, <laughs> there was no stopping me, mate. I wanted, I wanted to get in that first thing. So that's Mike nice.
1: Fondop levels of fun, <laughs> yeah.
2: But then, but as well, I, I knew that because it's such a big club, the papers even they even spoke about the reserve games. So if you yeah. if you did well in the reserves, then it just gets a you know it keeps your name out there, and so because it's so easy to just get throws out. And I mm-hmm. weren't gonna let that happen. So anyway, Chris Hargreaves loves me now because we ended up winning the reserve league <laughs> last <laughs> six games. Um, but he was a great bloke. And uh, Marcus Stewart—he's fallen ill recently, which is such a shame. But he—he um, he was incredible, and mm-hmm. I give him so much credit for even for last season and the way that that. That went for me because Tom Nichols will tell you the same. He used to get me and Tom every single day. We'd have 60 balls, or we'd have 20, but we'd just do it three times. Um, and he just put a cone like a, a, a cone in the in the corner of the goal, and he'd just throw balls, we'd be five yards out, throw balls up to his headers. It just glitchly good habits. And he used to say to me, he'd be like, Dom, you're not you're not playing on Saturday, you're not probably won't play the weekend after. And he was assistant manager at the time, and he's like, you're not going to play, but you're not doing this for Saturday or the week after, you're doing this for in two or three years' time when it's just second nature, and wherever you are in the box, it just gets tucked to where and it's that, like, instinct. And he yeah. said the same to Tommy, because Tommy played a lot of Bristol, but, and he was playing really well, but he wasn't scoring. So he said, like, listen, this isn't for not here and now, it's for in the future when... You know, it's just natural, and then he signed at Crawley, and he's been unbelievable in front of goal and assists and all that. So I have to give him so much credit, Sh- uh, Stewie. He was brilliant. Oh, just development, development, development. Yeah, without without me knowing it really, because because he was the assistant manager, he he didn't have to do that to me because for me because he knew I weren't going to play. So he was doing that to make me better as a person and as mm. a player, not not for. He were not doing it for Bristol Rovers, for the team. He was doing it for me, which goes a long way, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Mm. Massively. Yeah. You
1: had um, after after that, you went to another. I was
0: player. I was going to touch on Daryl Clark because again, he seems like a person in the game that's very very similar. You, uh, touch on him. I was going to say I've got. I always hear great things about Daryl. I keep calling him Trigger. I don't know if any of the players were allowed to call him <laughs> Trigger at the time. No, it's,
2: it's Gaffer. or you getting fined? Oh is he a is he a, is he a sort of person? If you call oh, everyone Mcgama. is in football. Everyone is in football. It's, everyone. Because
0: He was always a joker as a player, Darryl Clark. Yeah. Like he's, always a big
2: joker. What was he like as a manager? Very similar. Very yeah. similar. He, he had he had very high demands. Um wanted a lot from his team. But I feel like he's, the team that we had, we were probably punching above our weight mid table in league what the league one. But because he had such a good group of lads, and such a good core, and like everyone would do anything for each other,
1: mm. that
2: he used to get results. And fair play to him, you know what I mean. And I think it's hard for any player who doesn't play under a manager to say they're the best thing since sliced bread. Because if he'd have played me, I'd, I'm sure I'd be saying yeah. that. You know what I mean. But as a block, yeah. everyone loved him. It seemed yeah. to be the
0: same that he had last season that rubbed off when he was at Port Vale as well. Yeah, I don't think anyone seen Port Vale going up in the playoffs last season when yeah, you looked at and, the playoffs, and they just done it. They had that togetherness of everything that had happened over the course of the season. Yeah, um, and it all just seemed to come together to this kind of great moment for them getting promoted under him as
2: well. Yeah, he, he he does bring that. Like he's he's unbelievable at what he does. I don't know how he does it or or whatever, but he, he's. He knows what he's doing. You know what I mean. He's class. Yeah. He's class. And anyone who I still speak to at, at the time speaks really highly of him. You know what I mean. Yeah. Even like um, Tony Craig to sign Tony Craig, um, I think it was straight from Millwall. He'd never lived out of London, mm-hmm. so he so he's basically said to Tom, "You never have to come in on a Monday if we don't have a game on the Tuesday. Stay at home with your family." Yeah. So, yeah. So. Tom's thinking, well, no, no one else is offering me that. You know what I mean. And it's little things. It's not, yeah. it's, it's not money that and stuff like that. That especially our level. Maybe when you get to prem, it's a bit different in it. But little things like that go such a long way. And he was classed with that. Yeah.
1: yeah. We'll come on to money soon, Dom.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been waiting for it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um you should have seen our inbox when we asked for questions. <laughs> yeah, not one person spelled crawley correctly. They all no. took the E out and put a pound sign. Yeah, um, I've been
2: seeing it, I've been seeing it
1: for a few months now. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Um so nicknames, like Grant said, you were Mr. Impact sub. You then went on to another club and you became Mr. Checker Trade. Yeah, I
2: did, yeah. <laughs> Checker trade not <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's the episode name.
1: <laughs> cheers, um, That's handy. Yeah. No worries. Um, to, to be fair, though, seven goals in seven checker trade games that season. Mm. I genuinely will look that up. Um, yeah, yeah, that season, seven goals, seven, seven goals in seven checker trade games. Fourteen in all competitions. Then in December, Stuart Day came in, bought the club for a pound, mm-hmm. and it went to shit as a club. They, they, they yeah. know, the whole club went to pot. I mean, it, it kind of yeah. went to pot before that, didn't it? That's how he got it for a pound. But what's it like as a player when you hear that there's a new owner coming in and they're paying a pound for the club? What? How does that impact you? Uh,
2: I think going back to the... Not Stuart there. I forget, I forget his name, but the previous owner it was somewhat similar to Stuart there. But he'd obviously got the club in financial... Difficulty,
1: yeah. um, this I is think bury, by the way, the reason I didn't say it is because I don't know if I say it right because I say bury where I'm from, but other people say Betty.
2: I say bury, oh, we're I'd say right. bury.
1: Oh, we're all right, we'll say we'll stick with bury yeah. then. The reason I didn't say it, that's why I just said Mr. Checker trade and I thought people can google it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the Berry season, it's mate, oh, it was heartbreaking. It was, um, yeah. it was horrible, um, but so. Obviously, it was in financial difficulty. And I truly believe that the reason it got to that point was purely ambition and mismanagement of finances. It wasn't It wasn't um, done from bad intentions, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It was literally, right, we're getting promoted, we're doing this, let's sign all the best players on all the best money. Um, and it didn't happen. And then when it doesn't happen, you're scratching your head thinking... Shit, we've just been relegated and we've still got yeah. all these lads on a load of money. Um, so I sort of went in a. I signed there. Um, I actually played against Berry for Bristol Rovers. Um, so I, I, I wasn't playing at the time and, um, yeah, I ended up coming on for half an hour, scored against Berry, and then Ryan Law, um, you know, that's that's how he knew me. Um, yeah. so it was. It's crazy how that came about, but anyways, went to um, went to Berry at a time where Ryan Law didn't sign lads on a lot of money at all. He had it. Sorry,
1: sorry, just to correct, I was wrong. Steve Dale bought it from Stuart Day. That's it, Steve Dale. That's rushed yeah. notes. That is. That's because Grant rushed me that. Because <laughs> <there>. <laughs> I'm used to doing it all myself. So see I what happens correct, when you make.
0: See what happens when you make notes and you get notes wrong. God's yeah.
2: sake! <laughs> yeah, listen, I the the, right, just in the wrong Can't get order.
0: the staff these days.
1: <laughs> I, Grant, yeah, so Daryl Clark won't be the only one handing out fines if you carry on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're not cheap either.
1: No.
2: Um, yeah. So, so it it was literally just mismanagement and money and and of oh, being over ambitious, really. And then Ryan Law did unbelievable to. And and Stephen Schumacher, who's at Plymouth now, the two of them, love it. Oh, they were so good with me. Like I can I genuinely can't speak any higher of them two. No. The pair of them. Sit, as soon as I came in, Lloyd was so demanding of me. Like, I'd I'd score three in training and in, in a two minute game, and he'd be like, "Yeah, but what about that last one?" And I worked well off that. You know what I mean? And and in my head, I'm thinking, oh i just go, that trick, what more do you want? And you know what I mean? Just little things like that. He always wanted more. And he, he used to, on a Monday, he'd sit me down and the strikers down and he'd go through our clips and he'd ask yeah. for our opinions and he'd tell us what he would have done in that oh, wow, position. that like listening
1: to your own call back when you work in a call centre, that. And then <laughs> to your calls back for training. I couldn't think about work. I'd just literally go, yeah, well, crap that. No matter what happened, overhead yeah. kick from halfway line, Crap!
2: Just... It, it, it it helped me loads because yeah. I'd have my opinion and I, and he'd say, Why did you do that? and I'd say, Well, I feel like if I shoot the here there or you know I feel like the keeper was here or whatever at the time, and he'd say his point, and I might not agree with it, but then I'm seeing a different aspect of someone who scored two hundred odd goals in the career, so yeah. then it's just like sucking information out of them and little things you do pick up and it is brilliant, but going back to the ownership um so we were getting paid late from pretty much when i signed to be honest um so but that was mismanagement of finances it wasn't ill intentions then the new owner came in um stuart day am i right
1: yeah, it's Stuart Day, yeah.
2: yeah. I've Stuart got written down here, Dom. Yeah, <laughs> good lad. Um, he bought it from Stuart Day, apparently,
1: according to this. Yeah, yeah,
2: it was Stuart Day. No, it's, no yeah, Stuart so, Day was
1: the old owner. It was uh, the new owner that came in. I'm going to Steve say... Dale. Right.
2: Steve Dale, sorry. Steve Dale. Steve Dale, Steve Dale. yeah. I, no, we couldn't have I, I, pretended I, there I, that yeah, we had that so. right. Yeah, um, so, um, yeah, he came in and he's coming, he's like driving a Bentley and he's like the money man type thing you know like he's come in he's got this he's got that he's a few days in we've got architects at the training ground but we rented the training ground so i'm thinking that's weird because you can't build on something you've rented you know what i mean and he's saying like we'll do this and we'll do that and i'm thinking my mum said to me she rang me a few days in and she's like what do you think of him and i was like he's saying all the right things but I don't he, he came from nothing, so just a feel it
0: was it just a feeling
2: it? it was a good feeling he he came from nothing, and he told us that he came from nothing, and he'd made millions and millions doing this that and the other. and I'm thinking in my head because of what i've what I'd seen previous in honors and you always expect the worst when you've been through it don't you So I'm thinking yeah. like all right, you've been successful, but how many people have you fucked over to get there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's genuinely what I thought. And I told my mum that, I said like, he, w- he will have, he will have like, he will have done some bad things to get there, probably. Yeah. That was just my, that was just what I thought. So.
1: No then, one's clean at the top, are they really? No one's got a clean conscience at the top, I
2: don't yeah, think. Yeah, you, you don't know, but it's, normal people can't mm-hmm. get there, can they? You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. Um, so I was a bit, sceptical and then because we were doing really well in the checker trade and got to the semis and we had a few televised games we were still getting paid because that was money coming into the club from the like winning the checker trade round checker trade rounds um being on telly all that stuff so we got paid for like another two months three months whatever it was um because that money was still in the club but he basically bought it for a pound and never put another penny in so as soon as that tv money dried up and we got knocked out of the checker trade that was it. We didn't get paid. And we we're like, hold on. So that's like, an
1: exclusive there. Dom, Dom Telford bankrolled Burry's wages.
2: <laughs> Messed <of> checker trades. The <laughs> checker trade. Yeah. Cashing I, uh, checks. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, mate. I, yeah. I, signed, I signed way after the, they were paying that sort of money.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> but, yeah, so... See, on the checker trade
0: thing, I might be going off-piste a little bit here. Obviously, fans... To look at like the Checker Trades or the the Pizza Cup now, and fans struggle to get behind it. How is it as a pro when it comes up to these competitions and going? Is it is there a different view or is it the same? Next game, get through, get the results in, especially when it comes to playing like your 23s Premier League teams.
2: Yeah, I um I could only speak for myself, and I just see it as a free it. I, I think. Uh, it, like in my head say this season i've scored two in the league which is nowhere near where i need to be but i've got five in all competitions
1: because
2: mm. i scored two in the checker trade yeah you know what i mean so then i'm thinking well if i'd not played in them or if I'd sacked it off i'd have two yeah. goals and that would look bad but i've got five and you can build on that you know what i mean so mm. I, I always i love playing in them because it's I, i've I must have played about fifteen games in it and scored about 12, 13 goals, something like that. I, I love, I love them games because it's just like free. It's it's a free. Eight. You might be playing against lads who've not played minutes, a lot of minutes recently, young lads, yeah. and it's just you. You need to take advantage of it, mm. in my opinion.
1: I think you coming from that, like obviously being kind of stuck in the twenty threes for a while as well, will probably give you that a little bit more respect towards it towards the guys when you're coming up against those teams because you know what they're going through. Yeah.
2: 100%. So 100%. Yeah.
1: Like I mean you, you see it and people moan and they say oh it's a joke because the 23s are in it but then you see these 23s teams beating teams oh. and it's like if it's that if it's a, that much of a joke that they're in turn them over like you shouldn't be losing to them if it's a joke and yeah the fact that we, the, there is yeah I I think you should get behind every I, I, you know, I, got, I went last night to the Pizza Cup, uh, sold it <laughs> away, lost one nil. Um, yeah, it, I went to Burton a month ago, lost four 0 but we got through because the other teams didn't get the results they needed. So we lost four 0 and went through, getting oh, smashed,
0: smashed by Everton six 0 yeah,
1: yeah, that's just you in general. Guy, you guys yeah. every season, Grant. Don't worry, you won't have to worry about checker trade next season. Um, oh, <laughs> oh. Worry, Grant, Grant's not going to have to he'll have stories where he can tell people about back in my day when we were a football <laughs> league guy oh, I've,
2: I've already had
0: I've already had those days away at Kingsland that's an experience
1: yeah can't wait I can't wait to see it again um, so after obviously everything went to shit you ended up moving on uh, it was Plymouth next yeah yeah um, Weirdly, so I know Wikipedia is not a great source, but it's always good to get just a, a, a little bit of an insight. So mm-hmm. Plymouth was the one where you went. You started in League Two, you got promoted. Yeah. It was the it was the one it was the first club really that you stayed at and you played consecutive seasons at. Mm-hmm. It's the only one on Wikipedia that just has a one line thing. It's like. First of, uh, 11th of July, Telford joined up with Ryan Lode, being his manager at Bury, signing for Plymouth. And it just never mentions Plymouth again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: like, the, there wasn't much else to talk about that. The 18th yeah, but I, I mean, you got, a
1: promo, you got a promotion there, didn't you? Yeah. That's...
2: I did. I did. I didn't feature as much as anywhere near as much as I'd have liked. I, I literally signed, got injured on the first day, um, and just never, ever really got going after that. It was just. It it was hard for me. It was te- it was it was it was just a bad eighteen months, um, injuries. Then when I did get back fit, I'd be back for a game or two, get injured again, or the lads would be flying, so I'd just be on the bench and then get injured in training. It was just a proper bad time. Um, but that club, I'm so happy they do they're flying this year.
1: Yeah,
2: and shoe it. I have got no. I'm not surprised in the slightest that they're doing so well under him.
1: Yeah, no, no surprise. He's a top guy. He's, he is. I, I remember his time at Bradford. He was. A, he, he was. It was. It was that. It was the first name on the name on the team sheet every single week. You, you knew what was coming. You knew what yeah. you got with him. There was there was no nonsense. But yep. I mean, for you here, your second season. Obviously, you left in end of January, didn't you? At the end of the window, to go to to Newcastle. You'd played 24 games for Plymouth that first half of the season. That's yeah. the So you've you got all, a regular start, yeah.
2: not you? Well, they were all like so, five minutes. Yeah.
1: Right. No. So
2: it that's why Wikipedia, you can read it yeah. on or two it's annoying, ways. Isn't it? Yeah. So they I, I rarely started. Um but and and I, it I, it literally was a conversation I had with Lori in the January. Um my contract was up in the summer and we'd had like we'd been through thick and thin together and we really had. We'd been at Berry, not got paid, got promoted, and that was like there were some terrible times there, tough times, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not just for us, but for the staff, for the for the chefs, for and everyone club together. Then we went to Plymouth and for me personally it was a shit time. But they got around me. you know, they couldn't have done any more for me. Um, it was just one of them things, it's not meant to be, you know what I mean? And then we had a chat in the January and I just said, like, I feel like I, I need to I need to go now because I, I, I just I knew I needed to go and play um because I'd not played for so long. I knew he'd probably release me in the summer and I didn't want that. Not the rejection side of it, but We'd had such a good time together. It was just like a tough conversation you have to have. You and didn't I want knew, him
1: to have to do it.
2: Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And and I knew I knew that tough times, uh, good times never lasted it, or nothing good lasts forever as they say, which is cliche yeah. and all that. But I knew at that point my time, my time was done yeah. at Plymouth, and it just hadn't worked out, and I needed to swallow my pride and go and get games, score goals. And he, he was brilliant. He he literally said, Dom, I respect you a lot for 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 doing that. Because I took like I know people say, you know, I've moved for the money and all this. I took a massive pay cut to go to Newport when I had six months left on my contract. So I could have just sat on that contract. Yeah. And then signed at Newport in the summer. But I knew I needed to go and play. And I took a big, big pay cut. No one
1: you know no I mean? thinks you're here for the money. <laughs>
2: um,
1: I, I, I've just had a notification that that 25 grand for tonight's appearance has just gone through. Um, yeah. So you'll have that in your account now. <laughs> on a, <now. laughs>
2: on a, on a pay cut. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The other half
1: I'm paying in installments. Yeah, um, there's Crawley fans right now doing backflips. Um, we're nearly at Crawley, but before we get to Crawley. We've Last got... season. <laughs> yes. Unreal. Well, it was unreal, but I'm quite glad because you didn't score against Bradford. Um, I didn't, know. I yeah. nearly did,
2: though. Last five minutes. Yeah, but you know what you did, You got booked. So, oh, <laughs> lost my head. <laughs> Proper <laughs> lost my head. <laughs> yeah, if we'd have had a decent rep that day, you never know, I might have scored.
1: not you can't say that. We can. You're oh, not allowed. Yeah. It? Allegedly. Yes.
2: Allegedly. There's no <laughs> such thing as good reps
1: at this level. There's no such thing. Um... So, do you know? So here's your here's your stats. This last season, forty appearances in total, twenty six goals. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> where did that come from? And like, for you, when you're going in, when you're in last season and you, you've started well and you're scoring goals, well, at what point in the season do you start feeling, Oh, I'm untouchable? Here. I'm going to score every weekend. Or is that something that? Even when it was going bad for you, or you were, yeah. do you still have that? I'm going to score this weekend.
2: Yeah, it, good or bad, that's my mentality, and that yeah. never really changed. I, um, when I signed for Newport in the summer, in the January, sorry, I just had like eighteen months of shit. Really, yeah. it was just it was tough for me. I had tough times. You know what I mean, on and off the pitch. It was it wasn't great. So I moved to Newport. I'm like, right, fresh start. And in my head, I'm thinking I'm just going to bounce in here get back to where I was and it didn't happen at all. I'm yeah. like, oh hold on. Like confidence in football might actually be a thing. You know, like I'm I'm thinking I might have to it might not just I might just be able to turn it on overnight here. I might have to ease my way and I'm not gonna walk in the team, all this sort of stuff. So and that, that was under Michael Flynn. And that guy by the way. Yeah, lively, very lively. Um but so he I played for four games under him. Came on for about ten more, and then in that summer, transfer list. See you later. So, did you
1: transfer list, you?
2: Yeah, yeah. In the in the summer. What? A um, yeah. No. To be fair, <laughs> I've, I've had <laughs> I've had a lot of time to think about it, and um, at the time, I was thinking it was his fault. But now yeah. looking back, I think well, no, because. Yeah, half of it was his fault, but the other half, I've, I weren't the Dom Telford I am now, or I was six months after. It took time, and he didn't have time to, to yeah. wait. Really, you know what I mean? He could have used, he he could have used my contract to give to someone else who was going to come in ready and and raring. And it and it, I, well, I don't know. I felt like I needed putting back together a little bit to then get that confidence in my body, fitness wise. Yeah, yeah. To you know what I mean? Just. I feel like it's it was 50-50, but anyway, I was on the transfer list. I spent all the pre-season, didn't, put, didn't kick a ball in the in the games, didn't play a minute. Up until deadline day, I wasn't in any of the squads. Um, and then we had like a big COVID outbreak. So I was in the squad yeah. um, for that deadline day, check a game, and then ended up playing, scored. And then there was like a six-game gap of like I came on the next on the Saturday scored came on the Saturday after scored then I didn't come on then I think he left but picked the team so Hats the assistant played me scored two and then James robbery was um in the stand watching obviously new manager I didn't know at
0: and that then, point you're undroppable
2: well kind of yeah um <laughs> which was like it was the look I needed really because he could see what I would, what I could do straight away, and yeah. it was just a blessing. So when when he came in, I scored twenty four in twenty four, and just like took off, I scored a last minute winner at Hartlepool. That was a good feeling.
0: I bet you, Armand yeah. loved that as well. <coughs> I, bet you Podge, I bet you, Podge loved that one as well. What? Which the one? Game, Podge Armand loved the what? Loved the game against Hartlepool. Guaranteed, to be fair, he loved
2: that. I think he'd gone by then. I think he went in the summer. Because um, he, he he was in the same position as me and yeah. he ended up leaving and I couldn't get a club. Um, like I said, going back to my agent, he, I'm on the phone to him saying like, basically, I've got Michael Flynn telling me, you need to leave. We need your wages. We need to get someone in. You, it needs to happen ASAP. Um, And I'm like, I haven't got a club. Um, and then, I'm ringing my agent saying, and he's like, Dom, I've put your name out to every football league club and no one's no one's having a sniff because I'd had a shit 18 months at Plymouth, injury-wise. I'd gone to Newport, it had not happened for me. But I believed in myself, but no one else no one else could see it. You know what I mean? You have to prove yourself, don't you? So, it goes um, back to
0: what we were saying earlier on. Obviously, you kick-started that in the checker trade or whatever the cup's called. Yeah. And it's the goal, those goals that have kept you back on, exactly to, to kind of spur in the league. A bit
2: of luck exactly. with the COVID break. and there we go. You're on drop Yeah, I, exactly. I couldn't. That's what I mean. You can't turn them games down because no. if I'd a, if I'd have not played or if I'd have sacked it off, then I wouldn't have come on on the Saturday, and so I wouldn't have scored again. Then I wouldn't have come on. You know what I mean? And it just snowballs. Right. It can can get you going and gets you tally up. Um, and then yeah, so James Robry came in. He was brilliant with me and that was the first time i felt like i'm a footballer yeah as as mad as it sounds because obviously i've i've played a lot and been through a lot but i've never played every week knowing i'm going to start like you're playing you're playing this week regardless of what happens you're going to play if you play shit you're going to play you know like and if you if, if you're not touch the ball for an hour you're staying yeah. on you know like the big games when we played against crawley last season I didn't touch the ball for 85 minutes. We were 1-0 down. Ball came across, bang, goal, 1-1, one, one, went on with a point. You know what I mean? And he he had that belief and trust in me to play me all the time, which yeah. was the biggest blessing, really. That's all I was waiting for because the whole time I played when it's not been, not been too good or I've had tough times, I've always known what I can do. And I've always yeah. told managers, just trust me and I'll do the business. And he did, so it was unreal.
0: I mean, I was going to ask what is the secret to to that season to getting the best out of Dom Telford, but I think you've just answered it.
2: Yeah, pretty much, just playing. Uh, I know it's like you. The last ten games, I was, I didn't score. I scored one, I think.
1: Yeah, um, one goal. Yeah, weirdly. Yeah, you just. You yeah, t- my,
2: I brought it down. To be honest, my body was like shattered because because I'd never played so much. five games on the spin. Yeah. I was just, I was shattered um, and I was getting man marked all over the gaff because I'd scored 25 away. <laughs>
1: um,
2: but it's you yeah, and Harry got,
1: McCurdy, is not there? You and Harry McCurdy neck and neck.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, there was, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was like, I've lost my train of thought. What was I wasn't saying. Oh, yeah, that last 10 games, it weren't happening for me, but I know then if I'd have played another 10 after that, I'd have scored. Yeah. Six, or you know, like just having that trust in playing yeah. something, someone saying, Right, you're playing, that's that, and you're being a part of it. And then, but then you've got that side of it, and you've got the other side of like Marcus Stewart at Bristol Rovers, yeah, standing with me, pissing it down with rain, just chucking balls at me to finish into an empty net, yeah. just me, him, and Tom yeah. Nichols, and little things. And like, even glenn Hodges, there's certain, I won't bore you with details, but certain finishes. Like my fin when I scored against Walsall at the week um, at the weekend, that finish, I would have done something completely different if it weren't for Glenn because he taught me that finish, basically. So then when so then at the time, like now or last season, it's second nature. You wherever you are in the pitch, you know what you're doing. You know where- you know how you're gonna finish. It doesn't matter about the keeper, it doesn't matter about defenders. It's all what you do, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So that hope-, hope that answers your question. So
1: it is, it is probably it's a question that Newport fans want to know what what made you leave.
2: Great question. Um, <laughs> For some fucking... reason,
1: I don't think you expected that question. Then no, no I, didn't, I
2: didn't. No <laughs> one's really asked me that.
1: You can cut the fucking tension in this room yeah. with a knife <laughs> I, right was, I was looking down exactly. at my
0: notes.
2: See you later, chaps. Yeah, <laughs>
1: oh, I was looking down at my notes and I was like, "Oh, getting closer to this." From I end. didn't. I didn't even know he was going to ask that question. No, I was like, "I wanted to get a proper." Wow. Reaction. I think it's an important question, really. No, isn't it is. An, it is a good question because you've um, never I, had that chance to say goodbye as well.
2: No, and I'm glad you've asked it. To be fair, um, so my intention when joining Newport was always to play games, score goals and get back to where I was. That's That was always my intention. So I feel like coming to the end of that season, I'd done what I went there to do. And I think if I stayed, my relationship with the fans or with the club, like if I'd have had a season like I have this year there, then all that, I've, all that hard works. It's not for nothing, but it's not the same. You know it's what I mean? It's high. like you're leaving on a high, you've done your job, you've given them fans the best Saturdays they've seen for a long time. Um, you've they've left with smiles on their faces, and everyone's happy. And I feel like it was the right time. Uh, mm. I could have I feel like if I stayed like a lot of lads left as well, which were crucial in me doing so well, like Finn Azaz, he was on one, um Ollie Cooper, Courtney Beck Richardson we all played really well together as a group Yeah, and um, they, they, all of them left so then it's like you have to find that chemistry again and it's almost like playing in a new team it was it wasn't the same team so i um i wanted to explore all my options um in the summer just to see what sort of level offers had come in at and and where i'd be um but i think it hurts me a little bit. It does not hurt me because I have football is all about banter and that. But uh, like I, I get a lot of stick off Newport fans for for my decision to leave. Yeah. And I, but I can't speak any higher of my time there, the fans, the club.
1: Yeah.
2: I loved it to bits. I really did, and I felt I felt like leaving on a high, was the right thing to do. Um, but you quickly forgotten in football, aren't you? And then as soon as you as soon as you don't score your shit and. You but do, do you know, know what? Find want you become a pinto villain. Yeah, yeah, you do.
1: But once you know, once your career is over and you've you've retired, the, the negative thoughts will disappear. They will remember that season. That was what yeah. they won't talk about the other stuff. And I think it's just it's because they have still. It, it's like
2: still I a say, bit fresh in it. Yeah,
1: Probably. and it, it's, it's like it's they, like they've still got to see you playing and. Like, mm. like you said, you've not had a great season. We're going to come on to this season. You've not had a great season so far, but they're probably thinking he could have had a better season with us. You know, he could have yeah. carried on. And I think, you know, like you said, it, it, what if you didn't? If you didn't, and you've not, you then you're then at that point where, let's say, you have a, 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 a the, the season that you've had this season with Newport. You're then trying to claw your way back up to get that high. Mm-hmm. and you've done you, so i i do actually i've never thought about it like that but i kind of see yeah. where you're coming from leaving on a high is always your best a good thing way to yeah, do it. and
2: i felt like even if i had a good season i could never rep well the first 25 games uh, of last season yeah. what's the odds of you replicating that scoring 25 in 25 and 25? so even if you score 10 which is an incredible return you you're not living up to what you you know yeah. what I mean? It was a lose lose. So yeah. um yeah, it was it, it was a tough one. But I, I I I love all the banter and that, you know what I mean? Of all the Newport fans, it's funny. But yeah. I do hope in time they remember what I did for the club and yeah. You know, obviously we didn't get promoted and all that, but it was a special season, so hopefully in time they can remember me for that.
1: I, hopefully, hopefully they'll watch this and this'll help them. We've, we've just mediated there, we've just given everyone some closure. Um, <laughs> I think that's the nicest thing we've ever done. It is the nicest thing <laughs> we've ever done. No, to Cheers, be fair, it, we, there were that time where we got Scumfork's owner to resign. <laughs> that, yeah, was nice that was pretty nice of us. Quite, that was <laughs> yeah. long, we'll talk about all that off afterwards. You'll love that story. Um, now we're I gonna mean, just we're gonna just rip the the the, the, the band. Well, it's not a band aid because we're not American, but that's the saying it rip the band-aid off. Why Crawley? Yeah, you can't have been so,
0: short. You can't have been short of offers off of being it, the top goal scorer in the league last season. Only,
2: yeah, so the only offers I had, genuinely, of what I know of, um, which my agent told me about, was Plymouth, which was um, you know, Shiri rang me directly and said he'd take me back, but he couldn't guarantee me the game time. And then you look back at the time I had at Plymouth, and it was just. If I wasn't going to go there and play, I'm back to square one. It was just I needed a fresh start, and and my in my head I'm thinking I'm going somewhere. I'm kicking on. I'm doing as best I can to replicate what happened last season, and I need somewhere ambitious to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then my agent mentioned Crawley, and I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. He's like, um, they've got new owners. They, they want to do XYZ, so I call, well, cool. will speak to them, sport to them, and I feel like even now, we as a club and personally, it's not gone the way we wanted it to this season. Um, we know we've but, taken
1: black for it, Dom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we've that's, been that's, taking that's, pelters since thirtieth of July it started. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but that's not that's not from. Not, like, not being ambitious and not wanting to do the right thing and not putting in the hard work. You know what I mean? So, we, m- me and the owners and the club at the minute, some people might agree, some people might not, but in my opinion, we all want the same thing. Yeah. So, I want to kick on. I don't want to play in League 2. I want to play in League 1. I wasn't getting League 1 offers um, as much as people think I probably was. I, wa- I genuinely didn't get League 1 offers. So, I want to get promoted and have that chance of playing in league one
0: yeah
2: and proving myself of what I can do so yeah, just you know the ambitious the ambition from the owners and the manager at the time as well who you know was ambitious and wanted the right thing it didn't work out um unfortunately, but you know that's football um mm-hmm. but i've I've signed a three year deal you know if we don't get promoted this year, which never say never because. You know, you you just never know. Well, um, Bristol. To give you some hope, there, Bristol Rovers last season were 18th on the 1st of January. That's what I mean. It, you mm. never, you never know. You really never know. And we. we're going well. up. <laughs> Staying <laughs> up or going up? Yeah, no, no, well,
1: uh, I don't think either.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, so you know, you you never, you literally never know. So. Um, you know i'm i would love nothing more than for us to go up this year and we will be doing everything we can
0: yeah.
2: At where we are you have to take it game by game you can't be thinking we're going up you have to take it steady and keep level headed but yeah. um i've signed a three year deal and i want to be in league 1 with Crawley in my ta- in the time of this contract yeah you know what i mean that's what i want and I, and then when i'm in league 1 i'm somewhere where i'm settled like, for the four months out, I've just moved into my house with my missus now, but I've been in an hotel for four months. That's not good for, you know, trying to sort that out accommodation. combination. Yeah, that's, that can't be it's good, not good be for the mentality no. as well. No, but you, you have to do it, you know what I mean, to sort out where you're going to live if you're chopping and changing. I don't want that. I want to be settled. Um, you know, my missus has moved down. She's got transferred to London, her London office and she's happy. I'm happy. We're in a nice house. You know, we're we settled and the length of contract um, the three year deal, no one else was offering me anywhere near that, um, by the way. So that that length of contract means that I can make it my home. You know what I mean? And I think as a footballer you get, people don't see you as a person, they see you as a footballer. So yeah. like they won't know Dom, they'll know Dom, or Telford, Dom Telford, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, I I want to be happy playing football, and I know that I'm not going to walk in the team because Nadders and Tom Nichols are two of the best strikers in the league. That's a fact. Um, but I'm I want to I want to be a part of it. I want to be on the journey, and I want to get promoted.
1: That's fair basically. play.
2: That's so fair there you go. Play.
1: And, and obviously, I'm going to say it because people are going to just say that you you, you were lying there, but the money helps, <laughs> let's be honest. You're, yeah, yeah. This is the thing. We said this before we came on, and I'm going to defend you with you. You're not going to have to say it. I'm going to do it for you, right? You, We're not talking hundreds of thousands of pounds a week. This is a short no. career, and your wage now, you know, you play until, as I don't know, probably, what, 35, 36, maybe a little bit longer if you're lucky. Yeah, my body's knackered. I don't know if I'll make it that far. I so <laughs> but your weekly wage—you've got to essentially split that down in, in. Like when you think about it, you've got to put that in, across a thirty-year period. So yeah, well, every week is like three weeks. It's got to last, and it, it's you, you're planning for your future. So I, I don't, I don't have an issue with any footballer. Last night, I'll give you a perfect example. We went to Salford last night, and Elliot Watt plays for Salford. Yeah, he yeah. Played for played for us last season. Good player. He's very, do you know, very good player. I'll be honest. We, as fans, some of our fan base treated him horrifically last season, and then no. were up in arms when he left, and it was like, I won't blame him for leaving. But when he went
2: to Salford. football, <laughs>
1: well, it is, and he went to Salford, and it's always been always oh, gone for the money. He's gone for the money. Last night, Elliot Watt went down, took a knock, got subbed off, and he came off in front of the Bradford fans, and the guy sat next to me went. Elliot, why did you sign for these? I thought you were better than this. And he just looked up and went, "More money," and just smiled and walked yeah. away. And I'm like, <laughs> "Do you know what? Fair play, because he hasn't just signed for more money. Obviously, there's other reasons." But
2: no, but he know he probably knew that I'd get a reaction at the time. Yeah, and at elite because
1: two level, you need to you need to get go where the, you do need to go where the money is. not yeah,
2: well, at, at League two level, more money is two hundred pound a week. Exactly. More, you know what I mean? It, it's not. Yeah. It's not five grand a week more, ten grand a week more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's you can talk about money all you want, really. I, I'll have to work when I finish playing football. If you have a League Two career, yeah. you can't retire on what you know what I mean. You you can't retire on exactly. the wages you, that You've you
1: earn. You've got to get the most out of this.
2: Yeah, you you do what you can, and um, and then you know it 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 is what it is type thing. I'm gonna take some pellets
1: for that, I? Yeah. I'm gonna take
2: some shit for that. <laughs> you, oh, you, you, can, can you can take them instead of me for a
1: change. You'd be surprised. You should see my DMs. We take it constantly, constantly yeah, yeah. taking <laughs> it's good.
0: Yeah. Our DMs are good entertainment.
1: Yeah, they are. Um yeah, you yeah. mentioned other clubs, so you said Plymouth was an option, then you came out of Crawley. Were Mansfield ever a conversation? We've been asked that question specifically.
2: No, uh not that I know of. Um yeah. Because I was hearing hearing Bristol Rovers, Port Vale. Um, No, uh, not that I know of. So, they might have been interested or they might have been saying, you know, there's no smoke without fire really, is there? So, Mm. it might have been a conversation that they had that they're interested in me because if you're in League One and the top scorer in League Two is available, you're probably looking at him. But no one actually offered a contract as if to say this is concrete, we want you, like, let's say, You know what I mean? There was never any of that. Who, who I, else? Genuine, Genuinely, I don't know.
1: So just, just Plymouth and Crawley, is that Because you said before we came right. on that your agents essentially just handled it all for you.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. and then so, gave you
1: the concrete offers when it came.
2: Yeah, that's because it's hard, mate. As Not as a footballer, as a human being. Like, let's just, like, you could say anyone. Say someone in Scotland, for instance. And my, <laughs> yeah, so so let's just say let's just say someone in Scotland is interested in you, and because you know scouts have to watch games of football, and you play well, they'll obviously be interested. But that doesn't mean to say that they're gonna blow the budget on you. You know what I mean? So, it if if I found out every time someone was interested in me, especially in the summer, it's not fair on like my misses would be should be on right move. We'd have a an house sorted straight away. Yeah. She'd be thinking about, <laughs> she'd be looking at everything. You know what I mean? And it's it's not fair for that. So the way me and my agent work are good. It works for me in the sense of if there's some concrete where we can have a discussion about it and it's an option, then we'll talk. But until then, don't tell me. You don't want to know about it. That's, I think that's probably the best be way to be.
1: It yeah. is the best way to be. Um, because that at that point, you can't really be accused of going for the money because you've not spoke to 10 clubs if, and chose the highest offer
2: exactly if there's no if there's no offers there or if there's a few offers there you choose out of the few you know what i mean and yeah newport had offered me a contract i, I want. you know that's not well, that was public wasn't it
1: everyone knew that yeah
2: it. and and it was very very hard to say no to be honest mm. um very hard and I don't regret my decision because I don't think you should have any regrets and everything happens for a reason. And I feel like leaving on a high has to be better than leaving on a low because anything after that would have been a low. You know what I mean? You're not going to replicate that.
0: If you're leaving, if you had another season, you had a low again on that, you might not get the option of a three-year contract, which you've got at the moment. Exactly. You can't, you can't turn your nose up at that.
2: No, exactly. So... Yeah, I'm I'm grateful for everything they did for me as a club, Newport, to be fair. And I think it was that little bit sweeter that I'd come off the transfer list out of nowhere. They, they weren't expecting it. I weren't expecting it. And it just happened. And yeah. it was just, it was class.
1: You just clicked.
2: Yeah, literally just clicked. So
1: as far as Wagmi are concerned, so we obviously, we get so much stick for Wagmi because we are sponsored by them and, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That's how we got this interview. So, screw you guys. We're not- Cheers, me. Yeah, thanks, Wagner. Um, but because of the way they came into the club and because, they, you know, they'll be honest, they came in, they were loud. They said, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Do you guys as players feel sort of an extra weight on your shoulders? Like, a, a, do you carry that expectation with you? Or nah. does it, just what they do off the field... And I know Grant's got another note. This was his second note that yep. he's wrote down. Um, he's got something to talk about there Like, so what they do off the pitch doesn't make any difference to you whatsoever
2: not at all not at all and um, it's I think they're very very clever business people clearly um, I think the way that you know that they do things different to other owners and stuff like that and I think everyone's everyone's going to have an opinion in football if you do something good or bad People, you can't please everyone. You know what I mean, and mm-hmm. and you know, you get they... paid in Bitcoin. No, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> money. The, the market's crashed. I wouldn't want <laughs> That was the worry
1: when when it, when when they took over. That was what people were saying. How are they going to pay yeah. wages in Bitcoin? It was like, no, they're yeah. not. Oh, like, I heard also they're, like they're going to yeah. make money elsewhere using whatever they use, and yeah. it's going to be. They can't, you can't run a football club. in, You've still got to run it in pounds. Yeah, oh, I've got to get up for saying it. So you
0: can't
1: yeah. get a
2: mortgage of Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you can buy an out house outright or one. <laughs> yeah. So well,
1: you did six months ago.
2: Yeah. So yeah, they. they I, I'm. I love them. To be fair, I think they're brilliant. I think they It obviously, it's not worked out as it stands, so it's hard to say. But I don't think I will not be surprised if we just start going like that as a club, because they're ambitious. They want the right things. If if it's not worked out it's not from not wanting it to work out you know what i mean it's they want they want a, they want success at the end of the day and you know all, all the youtube stuff and all that it's it's bringing numbers in that you just ruined that question
0: that's what i was gonna that's what i was well, actually to gonna do move on to no no it's a good it's a good it's a good intro to it it's so obviously you said there all the youtube things you've got the side men of K-Men, you've had Toby coming into train with a coming to train with
1: the can lads. I, can I just can I just ask a question before you go into this, Grant, right? You've yeah. just said side men. Yeah. yeah. Why can you say side men, but you can't say sideways?
0: Oh mate, different podcasts. Move on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just show everyone. Oh,
0: sidey, ways. sidey Thank ways.
1: you. That's that's my reaction every time you sideways So how do you say it? side men? Side men. Side
0: men. <laughs> Fuck knows
2: uh Aye. Messi says as well. It's not. That do not mean it's acceptable. <laughs> it don't mean it's
1: right. Right. <laughs> Grant, Fred, and Rose West did some stuff together. It didn't make it <laughs>
0: right. Just call, just call them the sadie men
1: though Yeah, the sidey men. Oh, the sidey <laughs> men. One minute thirty. Cut. <laughs> no, we don't do cuts.
0: That's going to that's gonna be on our uh, no context lower league look page now, isn't it. Yeah. The sidey <laughs> men. Um, the oh, sorry, Grant, yeah. Carry on. Just threw so me when the,
1: you the sidey men,
0: this, the sidey men, the side men. So obviously when they when this thing came out saying that initially it was that they were going to come train with the viewer or the, they were going to get scouted at the side men match. Yeah with the view to train to come and potentially play in an FA Cup first round match. Social media fucking blew up on that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of fans from Crawley, other teams were going, that's disrespectful to the first team players It's gonna steal a playing position from a first team player. When obviously it's never gonna happen. I, how did that, but the question everyone was asking, did that impact any of the players' mentality? Did you ever go, oh, we're going to lose a spot for a first team, for a YouTuber, I am an online personality for a, an FA Cup game. Was that ever a concern for any player? Nah. And
2: I think it's, like looking back now, you look at the numbers that it created and you look at what it did for the club. I mean, I, I'll get messages about Toby and um, Manny and Jed, the three brothers. I'll get messages more about them than how I got on at Walsall on Saturday. You know what I mean? So it's it's creating that buzz around Crowley Town and it's their name getting it's Crowley's name getting mentioned over and over and it brings numbers in. So you know you you might like it, you might dislike it, but you can't argue with numbers you know what i mean so whatever your opinion is on it um that it did i'm sure it did what they set out for it to do you know what i mean and to be fair to the lads the the um the three brothers the proper lovely lads like you you would you wouldn't you wouldn't think twice about who they are what they've done where they're just down to earth lovely lads and they've got a bit as well. To be fair to them, they've got—they they weren't the worst three in training. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe after
0: training, we, people were worried. We may, yeah. we may, we may come on to that. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, they—they they were top lads, and what you know, they—they they come in the train or whatever. They, that's not harming anyone. It's—it's it's nice for us to get to know them and find out about a different walk of life and how they do things and they can learn off of us. And in my opinion, it's, it's, it's all, it's all positive. It's all good.
1: I like that. And I hope, I hope people listen. Cause here's, here's my thing about all this. We speak to a hell of a lot of people about Wagney about the things that they're doing and the people that know them and speak to them all have the same opinion in one Like not, no, not necessarily the same opinion, but these are people that aren't necessarily connected so, like, we've ne- aside from a few DMs back and forth, we've never spoken. No. But you've got the same opinion as what we've got mm-hmm. after meeting these guys and doing work with these guys. And so, of other people that don't have any connection to you and don't have any connection to us, mm-hmm. you said earlier about there's no smoke without fight. There's got to be a reason for that. And there's got to be some truth behind it. These guys, we said when it first happened, because obviously they tried to buy Bradford. That was the, the, the first public. <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. So we're back because we had to disappear for four minutes. And it didn't four minutes on the cut because we've cut it out. But Don went to get his charger because he didn't keep track of the fact that his phone was on 2% and then boom, yeah. it died. But God. he's here. I can't remember where we were, so I'm going to move on. Um, it must have been a, it must have been a tricky question and I'll just turn my phone off and pretend yeah. phone back. <laughs> well, it's about to get trickier. Um, uh, there we go. It's not, it's not about to get tricky. No, <laughs> this, is, this is a question that I had sent to me. And I think I think that this is quite a, a good one, to be fair. It's a good one to end it on because it sort of comes into how Crawley have been this season. You mentioned about it's not been great. But did you as a team ever lose faith in Kevin Betsy? And the reason for that question is, and this is sort of I've added this on, it felt like, because I've watched quite a few of your games this season, it felt like you were repeating a formula that wasn't working. It was like on repeat. It was like a continually just trying to knock on the door the same way to get through and it, it kept getting knocked back. Yeah. Did you lose faith? And is it frustrating to keep trying something that you've just seen not work time and time again? Or did you feel that eventually it would work?
2: Yeah, I think it's hard to say. If anyone lost faith or not, I can only speak for myself.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but it did feel like we were trying over and over again, and like when we got promoted at Berry, it took till Christmas for us to really kick on. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember the first ten games there were probably one four, lost four, drawn two. In my, uh, ten, uh, you know what I mean. It, <laughs> it, it, but it, it, it was tough like it wasn't it, it didn't just click overnight Um. and we were we knew that we knew the way we wanted to play would take time and I think it took longer because there was a call from last year of lads who played regularly together who a lot of them are playing now really Um, and you know like there'd be there was loads of new lads basically so if you've got a new Style of play and new faces who haven't played together, it's going to take even longer. And unfortunately, it was it was too long. Like you know what I mean. But yeah. he had he had good intentions. he was a good block. I can't say a bad word about him. You know what I mean. And it just didn't work out. Um, and then I think you obviously well, Youngy's come in and the the lads love Youngy to bits. He's He's a really good bloke. He's been around the club for years. Knows what... He knows how to get results, basically. Um, yeah. He knows what Crawley is. Yeah, he knows what Crawley is and what Crawley needs. Yeah. Um, I and, think that's why the fans
1: know, have taken to him as well.
2: Yeah, and I feel like the position we we're in, we were bottom of the league. And it's like, you know, you're you scratching your head. Like, what is what is going on here? Mm. We, can't, we can't be bottom of the league. And I think, you know he's done unbelievable to get us to the position we're at and it's just about kicking on again now so um you know it's not been a dream start but you know we've you you learn from it as a footballer as a man as in any walk of life if you if you know if it doesn't go well that's when you find out your true character you know what i mean and it's been it's been a test so it's it's one of them we it can only get better. You know what I mean, and we're starting yeah. to gel now. We're starting to pick results up. Um, you know, we're starting to score goals as a collective and create stuff as a collective. We're starting to uh, to to out of the last three games of clean sheets, I think. So you know, we're starting to defend as a team instead of as a back four. You know what I mean? So it's it is coming, and it was always going to take time. So hopefully, um, you know, it's clicking sooner. Sooner than we thought, really. Yeah. Fair play. Well, that's look. Yeah, we got there. We, look, that was that wasn't it
1: that wasn't actually a hard question, to be fair. No, we, it
2: sounded better, hard... it sounded good when you said it, though. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, the harder one was uh, was the new problem, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Do, do you know what? It Took me by surprise that. I um, yeah. but I've never I've never been asked it, and I've always probably wanted to explain myself because all it, all it was was like I've turned down a contract. I've put up a thanks on Instagram. And that was it. I've gone. And then that's that. And then people can take whatever they want from it or look at you however way they want. But they don't know your side of it or they don't know your reasons or your mentality. You know what I mean? And I think if any of them are listening, then they'll understand more. They might disagree, which they're entitled to. It's football. They always will. Like There'll oh, awesome. yeah, be, be people out there that don't believe
1: that that question took you by surprise that we told you beforehand. Yeah, it yeah. Just, it's always going to happen. But I mean,
0: yeah. To be fair, you can see that it even took me by surprise. I didn't have a clue <laughs> yeah. that question. It's I was not, like, it went, wow.
2: It, it weren't on your notes, was it? No, <laughs> no definitely not. not, definitely not. On notes.
0: I'll, get, I'll tell you what, we will get into the questions that are on my notes. So, so. Grant has
1: some... It says, this is quick fire.
0: Sounds this is... Dom Telford on his teammates. Nice. So, who has the worst taste in music at Crawley? Um,
2: He'll disagree with me, but Travis Johnson. What's What's his music taste? American rap. Like, new American rap. It's just not me. He knows it. Mm -hmm. I've told him... I I think he's clued up on his American rap and he loves his music, but it's just not me. What's what's you
1: then? What's your music? Everything else. Fine.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Everything else, literally anything else apart from that. (laughs) I hate that sort of (laughs) style of music. (laughs) Who's the worst dressed at the club? Um, Worst dressed? Dion Conroy. He, He came in three weeks ago in Chelsea Champions League trackies from when he was with Chelsea. And he was telling me about how he was flying on private jets going all over the world seeing them and that. And that's just can't happen. It's not allowed. So <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna you know, he might see this? Yeah, that's fine. he not oh I tell him, it's fine. It can't happen. <laughs>
1: who's got the
0: worst trim?
2: Um, worst trim, Matt the kit man proper bad trim, proper bad up, it's it's like, a kit man. Yeah, he's not, he's
1: bullying crap. people who are just doing a day to day job
2: now. No, no, listen, he'll give, he'll give me a bit back, you know what I mean? He thinks Maggie is crap, but he he's just it's like long on top, slick back, and he just shaves it up to here. No fade, no, there's no like elegance to it whatsoever. It's just like. Short, Stop back, on. and long. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, Matt,
0: who is the first one out in the bleep test?
2: Ooh, first one out in the bleep test. Has to be one of the keepers. Um, I'm going to say Robbo, the keeper, just because they don't. I get up. on him. I get on him all the time, and I need to give him a mention for something bad. So I'll just say Robbo. Fair enough.
0: (laughs) Lastly, answer as you will. Who's the longest in the shower?
2: Corey. Corey and I. By a country mile. (laughs) (laughs) By an absolute mile. Longer than anyone else in there, put it that way. (laughs)
0: He must take a scrunchie in and everything,
2: yeah, yeah, oh, <laughs> loads yeah. of shower gel, <laughs> yeah, that's him. Oh, right before
1: we get sued, um, <laughs> so Dom, honestly, th- this has been awesome. We didn't think you'd go into as much as you, you have, and that's like, thank you so much for that. And I, I hope anytime. Oh, next week then we'll do it again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) My message will be killing me. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll be seeing you in a few weeks anyway. So we'll come say hello. We uh no, honestly, thank you very much, guys. Anyone who had questions, we hope you've got the answers that you wanted, and if not, touch it, because that's the answers. Um, unfortunately, it don't always get you the answer that you want, but we got the answers. Uh Grant, walk us out. Oh the right way.
0: Yeah, you have done the right way this yeah. time. Amazing! Oh, yeah. oh
1: yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
0: So, this has been an absolute pleasure tonight. I think this has been my favourite interview that we've done so far. I'm um, yeah, it's been great. Everyone, make sure if you've listened to this, I'm um, share it out. Follow us on our socials. I'm um, share it out on our socials. Smash that like button. Don't forget on Spotify, rate is five stars, same as Apple Music or whatever. Podcast platform you listen to, smash a like on YouTube as well for us, as well. That would be amazing. Comment whatever the hell you want. We really don't give a shit. Dom, thanks again for coming on, mate. It's been an pleasure. absolute pleasure having you on. I'm um, all you the best for the rest of the season, apart from when you play pools. I am, um, yeah. Thank you very much. Cheers. Everyone, pleasure. we have been the lower league. No. <laughs>